For those of you familiar with our catalog of shows, you know that we have only done two interviews, both with my old pal Bobby Fulton, consisting of a silly back and forthery of nonsensical questions. Today's chapter will be similar, but the guest will instead be my lovely wife. And just for a bit of context, because our program has such a time lapse between recording and release of episodes, this installment was done four weeks into our quarantine amid the 2020 coronavirus pandemic. I hope you enjoy it. Darling, we are rolling. Thank you for joining me and clearing your schedule during quarantine to uh, talk to me here. You're very welcome. It was definitely like playing a game of chess to really, I had to move a lot of (laughs) things around, lots of moving pieces, but uh, you know, here I am. See, that's true love. It's true love. (laughs) Um, What's been your favorite part about being stuck in quarantine with me uh, the past four weeks now? Mm, I would say probably watching you go from reasonably annoyed to quite insane. (laughs) (laughs) That's so interesting that you should point that you should bring up insanity, because one of my favorite things about being trapped in quarantine with you has been watching you follow around the cats kind of like you are a cat. (laughs) And just annoying them. And they're just like kind of turn and look at you and like, why don't you just leave already? Yeah. Why don't you just get COVID and die? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think Katamiya, who... Katamiya is our female cat, by the way. She's our female cat. And she is the least friendly of the two in fact she has no friends she has no friends at all well, she has one she, friend that's our other cat no. Rocky. but well i mean okay she has only one other okay, what do you call that um he uh, considers her a friend she does not consider him a friend it's right pretty, uh what's the word that i'm looking for um contemporary but not really but kind of her, <laughs> her colleague cats. well because they're they're the only two of their species here her so colleague. it's like <laughs> We'll go with Colin. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, like, it looks like he's wearing a business suit most of the time. I know. He's a black and white. He's a tuxedo cat. So He is a tuxedo cat, which would make him a little overdressed for work unless... Unless... He is a caterer. <laughs> there we go. No more catering anytime soon. <laughs> right. He's definitely out of work. What are the other jobs that he can't do with his tuxedo on? He's horribly overdressed for quarantine. <laughs> so uh, you so you know how this kind of works. I know I explained it to you a little bit, but we're just going to kind of try to surprise each other with a little back and forth questionnaire, but like no pressure. This is just for fun. Uh, we want to lighten the mood because we know that we're living in a world where everyone's a little tense. Um, we're coming to you from New York City, so um, it's nice to be inside where we don't have to wear a mask because that would be a pretty muffled sounding podcast. Yes, <laughs> it would like be. Kenny from South Park. Right. So, um, so something kind of funny that I can share with the listeners right now is that um, in week one of our quarantine, I had the idea that maybe we would do a show like this. And uh, <laughs> What week is it now? 
right? Exactly. We're going into week five starting tomorrow, so good times. But uh, early on in quarantine, uh, I was got the idea to do this and was starting to try to get ideas for questions to ask you. And I don't know if you remember or not, but <laughs> you borrowed my phone for to look something up, and the thing that came up in the browser was <laughs> ugly, uh, ugly women singers. You remember that? <laughs> I don't. You picked up my phone, and you're like, ugly women singers. Oh, yes. I do remember <laughs> and, that, yeah. And I, I had to explain, and thank God I actually had a real reason for the that being on my phone in my search engine, is that my first question for you is going to be, what two rock stars would make the ugliest baby, but also the most talented? And I was having difficulty thinking of like an ugly female rock star, but but I came up with an answer for this. Um, but I, I wanted to get your opinion on it first, unless you are at a loss, and I can share mine with you first. But so wait, so what? So I'm not saying that they're the ugliest rock stars, but they're the ugliest ones that would make the most talented baby. Right. Well, and I guess. Ugly is in the eye of the beholder. It absolutely right? is. It one hundred percent is. As is talent. So in the ears of the beholder. So Yeah. Um And this is all just a matter of opinion anyway, but I'm curious to know what your answer would be to this question. Let's see. Whew. Well, there's been a lot of rock stars over the years. And there are a lot of ugly rock stars for sure. And there's Yeah, I guess so. Um again, in the eye of the beholder, um, you know, it's it's so, it's just so objective. Because um, I'm trying to think of someone that's ugly, but then I'm immediately like, yeah, but. But damn, they're talented, and so. But I just think about yeah, a performance or, you know, a lyric or something, and I'm like, it's hard for me to. That's why rock stars all get laid, you know, because it's well, like one hundred percent. As you can see, my wife is much nicer than I am. Because so. <laughs> I have no trouble answering this question, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Uh, my answer was I was going to pair up Tom Petty with Patti Smith. See, um, I don't think either one of those people are ugly at all. Patti Smith was hot back in the day. I guess. I don't I mean, know. I just don't you know, think she has be- a full-length beard now. And, and <laughs> well, for some people, I you know, I also think she wears it very well. I don't, I don't know. I, it just... <laughs> Yeah, but think, but think of the name, Patty Petty. Pat- <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> now that's that. If if we're talking about <laughs> who would make the cutest names, what rock star would make the cutest names? Who would make <laughs> Patty Petty? Patty Petty. That would be if you named the baby after the mom. So it would it would be Patty Junior, Patty Petty Junior, mm-hmm. essentially. But yeah, I mean, I think they would make there. There would definitely be some talent. Definitely. I mean, you got guitar. She played clarinet. She plays clarinet. Um, I mean, they both played with Bob Dylan. So you know, there's kind of a there's kind of a specific sound. Written novels. You get like a punk poet laureate out of them or something. Yeah. Which essentially that's what Patti Smith is. Yeah. So why not? You know, why not? And I mean, Tom Petty's lyrics. Ugh, wildflowers. Beautiful. Just beautiful. What a lyricist. The kid would have some teeth. I'll tell you what. Kid would have some teeth, but there would also be a lot of money to fix those teeth. One hundred percent. Although you might not want to fix it, I mean, because as you can see, their Wouldn't parents. Wouldn't that be part of the charm? Their their imaginary parents that I made up. Yeah. You know, a nice, hot couple there. 
Kirsten Dunst finally got her teeth fixed. And I shouldn't say finally because I actually really liked her little... She had that little one little tooth that was sort of off oh off kilter but not anymore yeah it's hollywood smile now yeah maybe that's how she got cast in an interview with the vampire having fangs she did yeah she had that little fang i don't know she's still gorgeous she's a great actress oh my god incredible i know that you haven't yet watched uh the fargo tv show but uh season two of that she is killer in it and she's rocking that um you know kind of minnesota you know the the fargo the fargo accent uh i can't do it as well as you can uh oh yeah margie uh, well but you know because she did that and uh dropped it gorgeous also yes which was a fantastic no i love that's movie. a great movie another one of my favorites kirstie alley was uh, oh yeah kirstie alley kirsten love dunst her. um she's oh. another gal who's just like uh here i am take me or leave me i don't care what you think <laughs> Love her. I love that attitude. Denise Richards in top form. Denise Richards. Well, she, she wasn't with Charlie Sheen then, right? Ah. Uh, Back then? That was a while ago, that movie. I think that was like 2000, maybe one or two. Yeah, that was a while. I think that was pre-Charlie. He might have come a little after that. We'd have to Google. We would have to Google. We, we, to, we, we simply just do not have time for that. We'll fact check that and we'll just dub it in later. We so. just don't have time. Okay. A little airtime. Dub in now. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Do you have a question for moi? Uh, yeah, I wrote down a few questions. Um, well, who was your first celebrity crush? Hmm. My first celebrity crush. My questions, by the way, seem to come from the mind of a 14-year-old girl. Which is, but, I mean, hey. Wow, that's an... That's a tough question, because um, well, because I will say, you know, and you know, here, here's here we are in quarantine, time to spill the beans. Um, I remember uh, being a grade school child, uh, and a lad, <laughs> a lad, and um, I had one of those like I was a movie buff like I you know we had you know VCR and all that because we were like rich (laughs) (laughs) with our VCR yeah a VHS not a Betamax we didn't have one until we had a VHS we had a my dad was like the got one of the first VHS players there were that like you know popped up from the top yeah um but we didn't get cable until I was in high school so yeah we got cable way before that my dad insisted um, but in any case, uh, I remember one year early for Christmas, uh, I got like one of those big movie guides, like Leonard Maltin's, like those huge books, and I would go through it and find out which of the movies, uh, which movies had nudity that our library had, and I would check those movies out. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably the easy answer is anyone that was in a horror film from 1986 to say. Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. that, but only if they, you know, obviously only if there were, you know, boobs in, in the movie. Otherwise, psh, I could care less. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that wouldn't really count as a celebrity crush uh, or a crush really at all. It was more just, you know, being a dirty. <laughs> boobs. Boobs. Your answer is boobs. My answer, my celebrity crush is boobs. Boobs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> What about what about you? I mean, God, I, you know, 
I was always, uh, sorry, I was a little far away from the mic there. Um, can't lounge in a podcast. That's well, you can lounge, can, when, you can lounge cannot, when it's not your turn to talk. Cannot lounge. Okay, <laughs> yes. Um, I was fascinated with performance and musicians and singers and and just expression from a young age. Um, and so I think initially probably my very, very first crush um, was Shanana from, was Shanana, no, was not Shanana, was Bowser from Shanana. Um, and I also definitely was super into um, Donnie. Osmond. <laughs> Donny Osmond. Because those were like, I remember watching those shows. I was four and five years old, and I remember watching it at my friend Carrie's house. And um, so I would say probably Donny Osmond, Bowser from Shanana. Um, but I do remember like the first time I felt almost like a. A puppy love was Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Kirk Cameron? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, you know, as of the date of this And let report, me just say, we would not be compatible. You today. and Kirk Cameron? No. <laughs> what was the name of that uh, that fireman movie? There was Ugh, some fireman movie that like came out a couple years ago. Yeah, and, I forget. Um, I don't know. Oh, I, that, that one I think we do have to look up because I feel like it had a funny title to it um this will only take a second the internet is so fast now remember the first internet that we had where we had to dial it up and yeah kirk cameron yeah it was something that he produced in conjunction with fireproof oh oh, fireproof yeah for some reason i thought that it was a cheesier i mean i guess it's it's like a christian based yes message yes film is that God Christian will burn your. It's 2008 Christian drama film. film released by Samuel Golden Films, directed by Alex Kendrick, co-produced with Stephen Kendrick. Probably um, related. Probably. This is fascinating. <laughs> this is, um, this makes for really good. Anyway, it's 122 minutes. The budget was only five hundred thousand dollars, and it made thirty three point five million in wow. the box office. Okay. What? <laughs> Becoming a surprise hit. That's like the first line here in Wikipedia. Anyway, you guys all have the internet because you got the show. So check it out. Fireproof. Kirk Cameron. Wow, very interesting. You can send us a check. So yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> growing Pains. I love Growing, growing Pains. pains it, was, show. it was a great show. That was a great, great show. show. Christy Swanson got was started on Growing Pains. She right. was one of Mike Seaver's many love interests that he had. Um, now the theme song to that show, which that we don't written, have the rights to sing, but was that written by Alan Thick? Mr. Alan Thick? Uh, probably. Again, I'd have to look it up. But Alan Thick, for those of you that don't know, has written a lot of theme songs uh, for TV shows, um, and his son Robin Thick, is that right? Yep. Son Robin Thick had that one song that you've all heard of. <laughs> 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 I can't remember it. Uh, what is it? Good thing. I want to get it. It was Marvin Gaye's. Uh, got to give it up. That's what <laughs> um, okay. It's the 10 best theme songs written by Alan Thicke. And they are, I don't know if they're in any particular order. What was the theme song, though? Was it? 
Huh? I won't sing it. Was it Show Me That Smile? Show Me That Smile. Show Me That Smile. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Joanna Kearns. So Joanna Kearns was the mom. Maggie. Uh, So Different Strokes, Alan Thicke wrote. Great Mm -hmm. tune. The Facts of Life, great Mm -hmm. tune. The Wizard of Odds, I don't know that one. Um, It looks like it's a game show. The Joker's Wild. Celebrity Sweepstakes. Wow. The Diamond Head Game. I don't know that either. That looks like he it's got game. into the game show game. Animal huh? Crack Ups. The, ga- the Wheel of Fortune. He wrote the Wheel of Fortune theme song. Wow. No, that I didn't know. How about that? Way to go, Alan Thick. Way to go, Alan Thick. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Okay. Well, I think that this is a pretty good seg- segue. Um, which stovetop burner is your favorite? <laughs> which is your go to? Um. I would say it's probably the, definitely the front, I think the left hand. Front left, that's what I said, front left. Like it it didn't even take me two seconds to figure out what my answer was to that. Yeah. Um, Okay, I guess this would be a harder question actually. What would be your second choice? Would it be just the other, the the right front or would you go? A lot of times, because if I'm cooking on two burners, sometimes it'll be boiling something and I'll use the back uh, right. So front hand. left and back right. Yeah. If you got two going at the same time. No, I don't know if that would be different if our kitchen was configured in a different way and the refrigerator was on a, di- you know, that could that could change. Mm-hmm. But the way our kitchen is configured, that's that's the one I always use. I'm trying to recall, you know, childhood or even when we go to my dad's or you know. Yeah, I don't know because it's it's interesting to me only because you know I'm right-handed, and like if I'm mixing something, I'm doing, you know, I'm holding the pan with my left and I'm mixing with my right. So, you know, why wouldn't I have it on the right hand? It's mm-hmm. it's interesting to me that I wouldn't go right on that, but on so many other things. It's the same reason why like I always think that it's interesting that like if you're right-handed and you play guitar, your left hand is really doing like the you know, the smart work is doing all the yeah. fretting and fingering, but your right hand's, you know, a little dumber when you think logically it would be the other way around, mm-hmm. but it's not. So, yeah. Um, um, is it your turn for a question? I think it is your turn. Do you have, you yeah. have something else for me? Yeah. Um, what, what, what you got? What I you do. Got? I have one that's apropos to what I was talking about. Um, but what has been your favorite quarantine meal? Because I've been. Cooking oh, a God. lot. I've been oh, cooking man. a lot, and you have been cooking a lot. You made some killer meatballs. Was it last night? No, it was a couple nights ago. Yeah, um, you've been using this Chrissy Teigen um, cookbook, Chrissy which T- got a shout uh, out to CT. CT, shout CT, out to her. your yeah, food's cravings. good. I've been using the first cravings. I don't have the second one yet. Oh, I didn't know there was a second. There's a there's a number um, two. There's is a that dude. crispy chicken that you've done? Is that from that, or is that the, your own concoction? The, oh, mm-hmm. that's Chris. That's that's Chrissy Teigen. That's her. Um, yeah. The Chipotle, uh, the Chipotle honey chicken, yeah, with mango avocado salsa. It was Chrissy insane. Teigen. This this plug is totally on us. Yeah, it, it, it's he's the damn one that brought it up. Yeah, it's like, you know, stay the course. Yeah, stay the course. Also, your tuna melt and your um, the salad. Oh, what was it? I don't know. It was something, but it was good. Anyway, I can't remember. It's all good. The Cravings book. We got the it 30% book. off got it. at Target. So, <laughs> you know? Thank you. Thank you, Chris yeah. T. Thanks, CT. Um, 
So that was your favorite quarantine? Gosh, I think so. I'm trying to remember what else. You made chili that was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, You made some sort of... Was it a quesadilla? I'm like confusing. I'm trying to remember. Oh, you mean the queso? That tequila fundido? That that's tequila I'm fundido? I'm gesturing to her that, of course, that's what I mean. What, what the hell else are we talking about? Oh, that, my yeah, God. that was so yeah. good. That yeah. was quite, that was delicious. Yeah. We've had a lot of cheese. We've sure. had a lot of cheese. <laughs> We've had a lot of cheese. The shells, the stuffed shells. Yes. Yeah. Um, what about yours? What's been your favorite? Um, that you've cooked. The Domino's pizza. I do love the Domino's pizza. Shout out Our to Domino's. Our Domino's is really good. Well. Oh, it's so good. Um, I I mean, the strawberry chocolate chip pancakes. Was oh, pretty, my God. Yeah. Strawberry. Ch- I cannot recommend it. Those shine bright like a diamond. What did you say this morning? That butter is terrible or something? Yeah. I hate butter. There's, I hate butter. It's so Because I make sure that I oh, put one pat of butter on each pancake and just have it oh i mean sunday morning sunday morning is about it's pancakes bacon breakfast oh and we had um clementine elderflower mimosas oh yes that was really fancy by the way you know what has been our signature drink for the quarantine has been well but what remember early on what we were having because it's so cold every day and like we're worried about our throats we're drinking and we're having them now hot toddies yeah Hot toddies, which, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. We've mostly been doing, you know, you cut up for two hot toddies, for two adult hot toddies, mm. cut up one lemon and squeeze half in each cup. Um, then shot of, you know, whiskey or bourbon or, you know, Jaeger, you know, whatever, just something dark that you got. Uh, then a little bit of honey and boiling water. That's it. And then we'll put okay. like a slice of... Are those clementines? Yeah, clementine, in there. lemon. Um, but, you know, you can put whatever in, in there. You know, get yeah, creative. Yeah, citrus is nice. Citrus is nice. Yeah. I wish we had a little clove stick. That would be nice in there, too. It would be so super fancy. Mm. My wife and I prefer to have cloves in our toddies. <laughs> I have this rich man oh. character that I do when we're on road trips that she really enjoys. Yeah, I do, I do enjoy him. What's his name? That's the thing. I don't think that, I always make up a name. It's like you know Charles Xavier Fillington Burroughs the second, the third, the fifth, <laughs> and my wife Babs. That's the thing. Whatever name Babs. that I make up, that's always different. Yeah. But she's always Babs. I'm a terrible scene partner. I, I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all about yes and, darling, and I appreciate yes. that because that is what improv is all about. Yes and, darling. Which cartoon character would you most like to hang out with for one day? Oh, uh. I bet hmm. you that you can guess mine, but. Wow, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost want to tell you mine so you don't take it. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm going to have to go with my very first, inst- my very first instinct, which would be Lisa Simpson. Lisa Simpson? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, Leela came into mind. Leela's mine. Le- really? Leela's mine. What's your first celebrity crush? <laughs> it's not. It's <laughs> not, not Katie Segal. But here's why Leela. <laughs> I actually have. I, I actually nerded. I, I nerded it out and weighed it out. No, here's here's the couple reasons sh- why. Boobs. No, 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 not not <laughs> boobs. Although you did, uh, you did. We went as Fry and Leela uh, for Halloween one year, and you looked amazing. 
Uh, Amazing. This guy, he's good. I, I am pretty good. Eh? Mm. But but the, here are my here's my reasoning why <laughs> Taronga Leela from Futurama. Number one, Taronga. if I was hanging out with her, I would be in the future, which would be cool to be in. I would love to be. <laughs> certainly now, I'd love to be in the future and not, you know, Ooh. moving through this shit storm. Yeah. Um, number two, I could safely and quickly visit other planets and feel secure knowing that the pilot was not only a good pilot, but, you know, also could, like, fight off anybody. She's an ass kicker. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that's the thing, because, like, by all means in real life, I'm more like a fry anyway. So <laughs> it would be nice to have someone else in control. Plus, if I'm lucky, she'll be flying the plane, and I'll get to hang out with the rest of the Planet Express ship crew while we're on our way to a different planet. Um, okay. You know, and it's like, and while I love Bender from Futurama, I think in real life to Bender hang out with him, great. it would almost be terrifying because I'd be afraid. Yeah, I, that, I thought like, that you know, too. He would try to like. You might end up dead. Yeah, because Leela has that one line you, where uh, the Planet Express ship is in love with Bender. And she's <laughs> like, I know you think that Bender's great, but did you ever stop and think that maybe he's like, you know, not so great? <laughs> 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 Such a great line. But but that's my reasoning is that, is I get to go to other planets safely and quickly um, uh, with a pilot that uh, that I know will get me there safely and quickly and I'd be in the future. It has nothing to do with her mutant status. I just think, yeah. I My first thought with Lisa was... Just like, oh, there'd be so much to talk about. And you could jam with her. You could jam with her, too. You could sing. She yeah, could I just sax. feel like she'd be int- really interesting to hang out with. And I'd get to meet Homer so and Marge. That, exactly. Marge is Same. actually a hero of mine, too. She yeah, because like, while so Homer, like, I love, again, I love Homer Simpson, but I think if you spend a whole day with him, you'd like, want to go crazy. You'd be like, God, you're so, you are so stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hilarious for a show, but if you're actually hanging out. Yeah. What childhood toy of yours immediately comes to mind as your favorite? Whoa. Um, my favorite. Gosh. Um, and I know that those kind of things change over ages. Yeah, that's bit, why but, I'm kind of like. That's why I was mm. just wondering, like, the first one that popped in your head is like, oh, I love that toy. Yeah. Um, Well, like, I mean, if I may just tell you, like, kind of a few of them, because they did change over the years. Yeah, no, I actually, I I also wrote a few down. Uh, uh, When our friend posted the picture of that um, Fisher-Price parking garage on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh On whatever places um and i showed you that and that that made me think of at that time that was probably when i was about five well i had a big wheel that i was obsessed with um that oh I hell yeah big wheel I, my my big yeah. wheel and the i had the weebles wobble but they don't fall down treehouse <laughs> yep yep so i had the weeble treehouse and i loved that i loved anything that had to do with People, like a residence and having a little life and building like being able to create a little story about the characters Interesting. you know um i definitely had a dollhouse that i loved um and i had another thing that i loved was my barbie uh it was like a it was like a rv kind of what did you guys say nothing 
It's our cat breathing into the microphone. <laughs> We're podcasting in the living room, something we've never done before. We're also podcasting with cocktails, something we've also never done before. So... And we're podcasting together. A um, third thing I've never, never podcasted at all. And you never podcasted so, uh, at all, so welcome. I'm so glad that you could be experiencing <laughs> this with me. In fact, um, <coughs> what we're going to do right now is just take a quick pause because this cat is getting into stuff, and I just want to um, use the restroom. So we'll be back with you in just one moment. This Sunday, it's Christmas in July on the Mallhark Channel. Tune in for the world premiere of A COVID Christmas. So, this is your family's tree farm? Was my family's tree farm. My parents met at a church function that gathered fallen pine needles and cones to make wreaths for nursing homes. My mom loved the smell. She and my father bought this farm and kept the tradition going after they were married. When mom died, dad couldn't bear to be on the property anymore and put me in charge. Nicholas, what are you doing? Put your mask back on. <laughs> Holly, there's nobody around for miles. Look, I know I've been socially distant from you since you came back to North Bethlehem from the Big Apple because I was afraid of getting attached and risk losing the love of my life like my dad. But these past few months, I realized that life is pointless without love. Oh, Nicholas... I haven't smelled fresh air in five months. Take it in now. With North Bethlehem shut down, I've lost all my handyman jobs around town and I won't be able to cover the mortgage through summer. I just wanted to share this experience with you before I lose my parents' dream to the bank. Wait, Nicholas, I've got it. Got what? Christmas in July. People are depressed, bored, and hesitant to be inside together, but you have five acres holiday spirit that you can safely share with the community. It's a Christmas miracle in July. Tune in this Sunday at 7 for A COVID Christmas, socially distant, romantically near, only on the Mallhart Channel. And now the exciting conclusion to the quarantine wine wine take two to the quarantine wine wine but we're not having wine we should have i was wine. just gonna say how i like, thought you this know, is so inauthentic now will, you know what all right hold on we're gonna fix Bullshit. this because you know i i have to say that <laughs> one of the greatest products that my lovely bride has found while we've been in quarantine has been the resurgence of the box of wine can, i mean can you sing the box of wine's praises while i pour us a glass please this is this is um this is for sponsorship, darling, so this make is... it good. Make it good. <laughs> well, the great thing about a box of wine is it has a handle on it, uh, so it's easily transportable in New York City. Um, something I can wipe down with a Clorox wipe. How many bottles <laughs> go in one of those boxes? That's our new life. We're now uh, sanitizing our groceries, although we stopped wiping things down with wipes because that's just going to make us sick in the long run. But it was a little scary at first. And so we were listening to lots of different information. Um, but we figured it out. Uh, but yeah, um, there are three liters of wine in a box of wine, <laughs> which is great. Um, 
I think that. Which means you only got to go to the liquor store twice a week instead of. Twice a week. Instead of five times. Instead of five times a week. So, <laughs> thank you. Slancha. Cheers, Slancha. Where did we learn Slancha? In Ireland. In Ireland. Remember places? Remember going places? I remember going places? Yeah. <laughs> remember faces and places? Yep. Yeah. You know yes. what? Actually, uh, when uh, right Love before Ireland. we right before we broke, we were talking about toys, and I um, I don't think that we fully got to the bottom. Oh of that yeah, question. no, yeah. So, so I, um, I actually wanted to revisit it because I I'm interested in toys. I loved my I loved like I was saying I loved things where I could create a story. So I loved um, my Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Treehouse where they lived, and I loved. Um, my dollhouse, of course, my grandmother, my grandparents got me a dollhouse for Christmas one year. I loved that thing. Um, I loved my Barbie. It was like an RV. It was her van. It was her bus that she traveled in. I loved that thing. Like a, um, like a tour bus or, or more no, like a camper? Like a, it was like a camper okay. RV type of thing, but it was like a, a, sorry, it was a big one. Um, so it was like kind of like the size of a tour bus, but it was an RV. That's cool. Um, yeah, Barbie always had some great shit. <laughs> Barbie was living the best life. Barbie was. Living um, best so, life. Malibu Barbie. Did you have a? I didn't have Malibu Barbie, <laughs> but I did Malibu have. <laughs> <laughs> love her, but I did have um. <clears throat> uh. Joan Cusack, that is. Shout out to Joan Cusack. Um, I did have a Western Barbie. Um, was it called Western Barbie? It or was, was it called, like Rodeo? or? No. Like, it was either called... Because they I usually have a pretty called Western Barbie. Name, huh? It was either Cow... Country Barbie or... No, I, I think it was Western Barbie. She had on um, sort of a white... She had a a cowgirl hat of course and she had a white like jumpsuit that had sort of fringe on it she looked like a she could be a country western singing star actually but she like had a horse and she also had she would wink at you she had a button on her back uh, that when you pressed wink. it it made one eye wink she had really long eyelashes too Ooh. because of that um yeah i loved her she had, and i had her horse her horse did something too. I just can't remember what. Her sister was Skipper, right? Is that right? Barbie I, and Skipper. Yeah, I believe so. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I don't know if I ever had Skipper. I I, my, definitely had Ken. My sister had a lot. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot of Barbies, but she definitely had Barbies. I mean, you know, they totally made oh out God, with I my He-Mans, and He-Man came in and you know crashed some of Barbies parties. That was uh. always the funnest. Did you and your brother do that? Like cross toys? Did you play? I mean, did you ever play nice together with toys like that? Uh. <laughs> like would he no, ever play Barbies I, with you or would he cut him up? No, I probably just when he wasn't around, I would like sneak it into his room and borrow because I would definitely borrow like the G.I. Joe. He had like G.I. Joe. And nice. The big ones or the smaller ones? Because the original G.I. Joes were. Yeah, like no, he had bigger. like the, the sort of smaller ones. They were more Barbie size, but they were still a little beefier, meatier than like a regular Ken doll. 
You know that, that G.I. Joe and Barbie are like very closely related as far as how they came about. I Ew, mean, gross. So you're well, me, do you mean to tell me that their sex was incestuous? No, no <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, and I don't think there's any proof that, that Barbie and G.I. Joe got it on. In my have, house, they definitely well, did it. Yeah, that's, I mean, across American children's imaginations, they absolutely did. But like, you might remember um, while we were been in quarantine, I introduced my lovely lady here to a show on Netflix. It's uh, it's called The Movies That Made Us. And they talk about um, Dirty Dancing, Ghostbusters, uh, Die Hard, and Home Alone. But classics, the season before that, they classics. did The Toys That Made Us. And they did an episode about Barbie and G.I. Joe and basically G.I. Joe came about like they were trying to figure out like the boys version of of Barbie and they're like well we don't want boys playing with dolls. So essentially G.I. Joe was created from Barbie's rib. Yeah kind of in in a way yeah absolutely because they're like we don't want boys playing with dolls but they're like it's not a doll it's an action figure. It's an action figure and as soon as it became an action figure you put on clothes, like you, you dress up G.I. Joe. He's got his snow pants. He's got his desert pants. Yeah, no, it's He's so true, got, but I'm just so, I just think it's so funny that they were like, we don't want boys playing with dolls, but we can make Barbie is so successful that we do want to make money from boys playing with dolls. So how do we push this on boys without... Well, and it got even darker. What? It exactly. got even darker because check this. No, it got even darker because so check this out. Because, oh because at a certain point, you wanted to get uh, boys to uh, enlist in the army. And so you're selling them on you can be this hero, be all you can be, be an American hero, G.I. Joe. And like, you know, from a young age. So like all around, you got the winners. You got, you know... You got them playing with action figures, not dolls, and then maybe some of the kids that did see them as dolls, and you know you got their money too. And then you you know you're recruiting all these kids that are going to be the diehard people that end up joining the military. So it's it it's a fascinating show because I think a lot of the stuff that's in it, it would be interesting to you. Mm-hmm. And they also do an episode about our newfound passion, Lego. Um, if yeah. you guys have been watching the Lego Masters on Fox, uh, they just finished their. Their first show. season, we we lamented the fact the other day that they probably won't have another one for a while because of yeah social distancing. Yeah. But um, what a cool like I I never built anything nearly as cool as that TV uh, show. No. I mean I mostly <laughs> built tall towers and guns. That's, <laughs> that's what I made yeah. with my Lego. Did you have a particular go-to Lego thing that you would build? No, I mean, I, I can't say that I was crazy about Legos in a sense that, you know, I would probably, you know, just stack some blocks on top of one another and make like a square building yeah. style. But I wasn't crazy about. Did you ever Legos. have like one of those kits where like they give you the instructions? And you build my brother did. Yeah. My brother did. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, my brother did. My brother, I think he built a pirate ship. I'm trying to remember. Some of them um, are I do. I like. I remember I mean. the cover of the, and I, I probably might have like chipped in and done. But that was more his. That was more his thing. Yeah. Now I'm like, after we've seen Lego Masters, and um, I and we're in this quarantine. I think it would be fun to order. I actually did look it up on Amazon. You can get like a pretty big bucket of Legos for like. Like 40 bucks, but it's like a lot. It's a ton of different colors. It's just a ton of different stuff yeah. where you could get, you know, different like bendy pieces. It comes, I would probably want to order with, like, a few motors. It comes a with a, a certain amount of wheels. You know, that's 
Yeah. You know, so you can learn how to build a roof and and kind of start to understand how to build structures that aren't. Lego. The one thing I learned from that show is that it's not Legos, plural. Lego is plural, but it's you, you just say Lego. I feel like you don't understand Lego. Just like the guy said. Um, I feel like you don't understand Lego. <laughs> um, one toy that we had at our house, I don't even know if you call it a toy. You tell me, but my sister, and I love this thing. Like, I didn't want one of my own. I just thought it was so cool. She had an easy bake oven. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I had one of those, like, of course. You can, you can make snacks up here? Like, that's From so this, cool for your you know, bedroom. It's just like, <laughs> like, I was always so j- jealous of that. But what a great thing. But it'd take you like, I mean, a long time to, I don't know when, to bake a brownie with a light. And it's like basically a brownie for one. And, yeah, and it's like, you know, and it's if you have brothers, siblings, it's like, oh, you can't have any of this. I baked it. It's my brownie. I know. No. Well, and, and it's never as good. Meanwhile, my mom's like, we can make a whole plate of cupcakes. I'm like, no. No, I want it in my from bedroom. Not in her bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> which no. is where I really wanted to make, you know, yes. a cupcake. That was kind of the appeal of it. But uh, as soon as we got, uh, as far as toys, as soon as we got um, our Nintendo, which again, we got Nintendo like maybe a, maybe two years after like a lot of my friends had it. Like I'd, I had already finished Super Mario Brothers by the time we actually had a Nintendo like with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as we got Nintendo, like for like three years that I was all about it. That. Yeah. Do you guys have Nintendo, Atari? Somebody? We had we we had Atari. Uh, was it fifty six hundred or fifty two hundred? Maybe the Atari. I'm trying to remember the song. It was like Atari. <laughs> it was it was the one with pole position. I remember it's that twenty six hundred from Atari. I think that's what it is. Maybe I think it's the twenty six hundred. Yeah. Atari. I remember that it had <laughs> Pac Man. Not I'm going to dub in the correct one later. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were stoked. We were stoked because that was a step. What was your up. game? What was your jam? Pac-Man and Pole Position were my... Pole Position. My favorites. I like Centipede, too. My mom really likes Centipede. My brother, like, mastered every single game. He was, like, a he was one of those, like... Was that a joystick? Uh, yeah, it was a joystick, joystick. And a big button? And, like, a red button. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's all you needed. Yeah. For my, for my birthday this it. year, we went to this awesome place in New York. There's a couple of locations, actually, around the country. Mm-hmm. It's called Barcade. Um, you probably heard of it if you're a cool person, but you know they have like uh-huh. old school video games there, and everything is still a quarter, and you know they they you know have places for your drinks because they don't want you to put your drinks on the game. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, you know that's no. Ah! That was our cat jumping into the radiator, about to jump onto the computer. So we were just discussing how we were covering our just. All right. Now that I've murdered one of our cats, <laughs> well, she we decided she was a sociopath, but she's not actually because she's like pet cemetery. She's gonna come back and she's gonna be like, oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, I loved that movie. Oh my uh, god, that movie. Ter- let me tell you something. That movie, the pet cemetery. Love that movie. The pet cemetery. Let me tell you. When I saw it the first time, I was at <laughs> a friend's birthday party, like, and we were like tenting out in his backyard in the suburbs in like a really big tent. And we watched Pet Cemetery, and the and then par- slept outside. Yeah, and then slept outside. No, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely so it's like, not. And like we had watched a lot of horror movies anyway. Like you know, like I was, 
you know, I was kind of into horror movies, but there was one scene in particular that at about three o'clock in the morning, Ooh. laying out in the, in the backyard, I was just bunk eyes open. The sister Zelda, where she's like, "Rachel, you never let you let me down, Rachel, or whatever it oh is." My God. Just, um, never sleep again. Never sleep again. And like right up in the oh my god. Oh, to this day, that's like one of the scariest Torture. things. Like, and it's not even like you know really that scary if you think about it. Like the no, it's kind of you cartoonish. It, it was it was done in a way that was a little bit of um, like the special effects. And even then, you kind of could tell that everything was really fake. But the suspense was good in it. Oh and my god! And the kid, I personally loved it. the kid was terrifying when he slices the back of uh, his his heel there with the <laughs> with the scalpel. The, the oh stop stop you, no! Stop. But you see, that's what I'm saying. Like that's horror. It's just like because that you know that's real. I mean, I shouldn't say that's real. It's a kid that came back. Real. This is real. But like you know, but but like that feeling, like where you see something and you like can. Feel it, yeah, um, yeah. You know, yeah. when you see a film like that, where you, you no, you, it you is. Know that I, kind of I, feeling. I like changed my goes, mind. I'm, I'm. It was scary, <laughs> but I still think there was sort of a level of, I don't know. There, it was almost mocking, in a way. Um, what, what, there's probably a much better and much more intellectual sounding word for the feeling, but it, it you know, whereas like. Where you can actually like feel the thing that somebody else is. No, we're <clears throat> the tone of the movie is is there's something about it that's kind of um, that is unbelievable and is a little bit like over the top, and it's certainly not Toxic Avenger over the top, or right. that's just like over the top. So you're like, well, you know, but there's something about it that has a, a hint of that sort of. Well, you just kind of buy into the whole idea that, like, you know, oh my God, you're this guy, and you know, you know, you're watching your kid's pet. Oh my God, it dies. What? There's a way it could come back. Cool, not a big deal. Cat's a jerk, and then your kid gets hit by a but do truck. You, and you then... could see it as a comic book, like written, like made as a com. I could see it as a comic book. That's I an guess. interesting idea. Oh, that's. We got to get to Stephen King about that. I can draw pretty ter- I can draw pretty <laughs> terribly. Me, so I would sir, be I need to get in touch with Stephon? Mr. Stephen, Stephen King. King. I have a great idea. <laughs> what um, if we took your thing that you thought of and turned it into something that I thought of, but I don't really do anything? I know, I know. <laughs> but I don't. I'm not as smart as you. Because I can't draw. I came up and, with this idea. Can I get like anything? Can I just come to the premiere? They don't have premieres for comic books. No, they don't. <laughs> Can I get free tickets to Comic-Con and sit next to... <coughs> How about that? I'll take that. I've never been to Comic-Con. Yeah, I've never been either. I walked by it. Um, it's ridiculous. I'm not... Here's the thing. I love a lot of things, but I'm not like as like hardcore. Like I walked by the Jacob I'm not as Javits. hardcore about anything that they would have there. I would be terribly underdressed. I walked by the Jacob Javits when it was going on, and it was really annoying. It seemed annoying. Um, I think you really have to be into the genre or the various genres that it encompasses in order to really enjoy yourself, you know, similar to a music festival. It's like, yeah. So I don't know what my point is, but it's cause we had come from comic con cause we were going to go to comic con with Stephen King. If I was there with it's... Stephen King, that might be different. If I was like, that's in what I'm saying. It's crew? just coming up with the idea for the comic book. Our 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 hang payment is we get to hang out with him at Comic Con for Steve when King? 
for its debut, for its premiere, as I said. Uh, I'm here with Stephen King. So, what about other horror stuff? Did you did you like uh, like the Freddy movies and Jason and all that? Um, well, it's funny that because that was the very first thing that my mind went to. My dad uh, apparently enjoyed torturing my brother and I, so um, he like we watched both of those movies with him, and he actually enjoyed. Uh, we live, my brother and I, our bedrooms were upstairs and the upstairs was basically just his bedroom, a landing in the middle and then my bedroom. Um, there wasn't really anything else up there and except for like crawl space, but you know, he, and he loved coming up the stairs, the creaky stairs and going, like in the middle of the night you know it reminds me of the simpsons when uh, uh the cape fear episode where homer comes in and he's like boy you want to see my new chainsaw and hockey mask <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh man so good <laughs> um all right i think that uh do you have a question at all for me uh i guess i'll do one more so what you know i I feel like for me, I, I love like in terms of different e- eras and stuff. And like when I'm interested in something, whether it's music or fashion, um, you know, the, the music, the music or fashion of a certain era is what appeals to me generally first. And then I'll sort of delve into more that was going on in that era. But, you know, so I love the 60s and the 70s a lot. And sometimes I'll think to myself, man, I, I would have had a lot of fun if I were a teen or, mm. you know, in my 20s at that time. And especially when my dad tells me some stories, too. Sure. <laughs> but is there an era, is there a time that appeals to you that aside from, I mean, you were essentially, you know, born in the late 70s and mm. um, kind of reared in the 80s and you know came of age in the 90s like are there is there another era that you think you would be interested in in what living in in living in and in in, in, in living in maybe visiting but or just living in well because i mean there absolutely in history are a million eras i would love to visit but would not want to live in i mean well sure but are there any? i'd want to go to the renaissance but i wouldn't want to live in it you know are there any that connect with you that you'd want to maybe live in yeah well i don't know i mean the thing is is that would I be living in it knowing what I know about the era? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I look back, I look back on times and, you know. Well, it's all fucked. I mean. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's, that's, so that's I'm, 100% I, it. I'm it's more, just like, think about more of the the music and the culture and the fun parts of the yeah. era. Because there's always something Honestly, to be I think concerned that, about. Um, a lot of the stuff that I have read about, like, the Roaring Twenties, which was 100 years ago. Like that decade in particular, I mean, you know, you know, at the end of it, it's going to suck for, but like, mm. you know, the, the, the top of the twenties, like world war one was done. I mean, the our country especially was doing great because, you know, we didn't lose nearly as much as, you know, the French and a lot of other, you know, the Germans and you know, Europe got devastated by that. Mm-hmm. War. We started selling so much. It was, everyone was doing great. Like, you know, women were being able to vote finally, you know, and they were getting out. And Not brown women, f- but women. Yeah. Well, 
you know, there's but progress, you know, for yeah. sure. Like, you know, but just the, the the energy that was happening there and jazz like coming out and black musicians being, you know, a little bit more included into, you know, the societal things because they'd only really you know, they'd only been freed for well, I mean, I guess it's but it had actually been quite a bit at, at that point, been sixty years, but but you know, still so just incredibly suppressed and treated like garbage and but like imagine just like hearing that music for the very first time like you know coming up at age then and and being exposed to it and and being like whoa and maybe changing people's way of thinking because they grew up in a world where you know that wasn't appropriate for you even to see these people and now you see them and you see they have talent and you know, and it starts to change people's minds. The music so that they play bringing is them so in, soulful. So, so bringing them into the culture, I in fact think is an important step. I mean, like, it's hard to make major transformational changes into a society overnight. I mean, good God. I mean, especially before the internet and whatnot. So, I mean, just as far as how much it it absolutely started to change culture, you know, because you get the jazz and and the rock and roll comes not too long after. I mean, like, yeah, all music, you know, and and that's really, you know, and, and 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 you know, the integration of you know African American music goes back, of course, even further than that goes to like spirituals. And if you listen to some spirituals, it's great music. It's so soulful. You, you know, well, um, it just goes to show how music, it, you know, um, is one of the ways that is timeless. It, well, it's timeless, but it also helps people to deal with such horrible and intense situation like it, it heals you it heals you it, it helps you to survive it it helps you to deal with situations that are beyond um that that are you know soul breaking um well and it can make you <clears throat> depending on what this this type of music is can make you feel different things like you know, it it goes so far back in our history as people, like you know, tribal, like cave people. They would bang on drums. It was the first you know type mm-hmm. of music. But you know, war drums. They would bang these things to scare the other side. And yeah, you know, like there's tons of us. We're making noise. We're coming. Um, and then you know, sometimes they would play lovely tunes just to let you know we're here. Here we are. And that's back when like you know enemies would actually see each other. Now. Like you're in an airplane, or you 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 know, a lot of times people in combat don't even see their enemy because they're firing from so far away. Which you is know, like they, they yeah. have to like you know kill them with their bare hands or anything. Yeah. I don't understand um, it. Question. Yes. Would you rather be a unicorn or have a unicorn? Oh, ah, uh, seems like an awful lot of work. I, I, I had to map this one out myself too. I had to put a couple of reasons for my answer, but I'm curious what you're thinking. If you if you need time, I can go first. But um, well, I wish I knew because the only the only the only solid facts we have about unicorns, unicorns are they have a corn. They have a corn, and they're basically horses. You know, so they can fly. I thought that was Pegasus. Uh, see, now, now I'm not really sure Pegasus. about you know my unicorn lore because I swear that I've seen unicorns fly. 
Mm, I thought that was Pegasus. Hold on, hold on. The internet's going to sort this. Pegasus I'm just going to ask it plain Pegasus and simple. Can unicorns fly? And show show me proof. And it'll say can unicorns don't unicorns. Don't I've seen them like go over. I've seen them go over like rainbows and stuff. Can unicorns <laughs> fly? I see. I see a picture of a unicorn. That's interesting. Here's a picture of a unicorn without wings, and then I see another unicorn that does have wings. Yeah, I guess. And it's... drawings of them do, but the very first thing that comes up, it says unicorns cannot fly in bold letters. There you go. It cannot fly. Hold on. Knew but, it. No, but like I'm looking at a million pictures of them that have wings. Okay, this this unicorn here. You'll see this this nag of a horse with oh. a corn glued to his head. A few unicorn uh, facts. Um, does not have wings. Um, but wait a second. Okay, hold on. So, what do unicorns drink? Unicorns do not drink to survive. Oh, my God. Can yeah, unicorns fly? Can... Unicorns cannot fly. They are earthbound creatures, unlike their relatives, the Pegasus. Okay. But why did... <laughs> I don't... I'm not sure what's happening right now. Hold on, but there's there's know. a website called unicornyard.com. Wow. And this is a question for... And can unicorns fly? This and, and the first gal thing that they say guy. is, they say, this is, quote, this is not my words. They say, it seems like an odd question because unicorns aren't winged creatures. So why should they be able to fly? Stupid. They didn't say stupid. But like, Traditionally, unicorns could not fly. They were magical creatures, but still bound by the laws of gravity. So what's the big deal then? I don't Do get it. So it's just a horse with a... a but do you know, does the unicorn in that the tapestry um that's the medieval tapestry if you huh? if you type in medieval unicorn tapestry it's actually located medieval that's how i remember medieval, <laughs> medieval unicorn tapestry unicorn ta you can oh it was like the third thing that popped yes, up wow see? this is a very popular have you looked this up before you well up i've seen it before it is at the cloisters museum which is Oh, which is right up the street from here. Right. It's hard to see. It looks like he maybe has little wings. I don't think he has wings, buddy. <laughs> and when we are out of this quarantine, we yeah, can, we're going to look. We'll I, take a, we'll ac an actual eight-minute walk we'll to this place. I'm not, I'm, I am wearing my glasses, and I still can't see. He doesn't have wings, though. It's called it? the Unicorn in Captivity. That's sad. Well, geez, I can't even imagine oh, why I'd the, want a unicorn. Then a what's the big deal? That, that's why I can't tell. It's a blanket. It because was crocheted. It's, it's you can't tell if something's winged with crochet. There's not, not the enough actual, detail. You need, like, you know. Not the actual piece of work. Um, the Hunt of the Unicorn or the Unicorn Tapestry is one of the most famous and spectacular but enigmatic survivors of the late Middle Ages. Mm. So, anyway, we could actually go see this. Oh, we're going to see it, and I'm going to get the, the guide there to tell me straight up to my face, can unicorns fly? Be straight with me, bro. There's no wing on there. But the thing is, is that if they're magical, then, then they don't need wings. They can fly. I mean, Superman doesn't have wings. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, but he's Superman. It's well, they're unicorns. Different. So what is? He's the from difference? like another planet. They're magical. What's better, being an alien or being magical? I guess. I guess it really the, depends on I mean, on, the, one, on this, how there, you can use your singular, power in the moment. This one singular internet site. But then, why am I seeing pictures of unicorns with wings and unicorns flying? Because unicorns are not. Long story short. Real. 
I would rather own a unicorn. All right. Well, now this next my question that I have for the internet says, well, what powers do they have? Unicorns have magical horns, but only if the horn is attached to a unicorn, right? If they don't have a unicorn, then... Uh, huh? <laughs> They're able to purify water, heal wounds using their horns. Their tears are powerful for healing. They're rare because they hardly ever cry. Maybe that's why they put them. It'd in, be tough. Maybe that's why they put them in a cage because they make them cry so they can get their magical tears. Either way, you get so you know you'd you have so much attention if you were the unicorn itself. And they can heal a broken heart. I just don't. Yeah, but I, I guess don't know. I would want to own one so that I could. I would try want to own one. I wouldn't want to be one. I definitely wouldn't want to be one, especially if they can't fly. That's BS. And like I've also heard that their ice cream, that their poop is ice cream, but I guess that's probably not true either, is it? Damn, <laughs> I'm so let down by this. This really like did not go the way that I thought it was. I thought the that only was thing really that I've bad. ever seen poop ice cream is a taco so <laughs> the one in south park that <laughs> is so genius okay i got a couple more for you here um would you rather have one wish granted now or three wishes granted but they don't come true for 10 years one wish now or three wishes Ooh. that come 10 years later So I guess you can't wish for three more wishes now. No, they, you never. That is always. I mean, that Rule. by now that's implied. Everybody knows you can't wish for three more wishes. Nope, or a hundred. You can't wish for more wishes. No. Anything else is on the table though, which is which is a pretty good deal. But um, but yeah. Well, one, I would one now. I mean, I would wish years. for one wish now. I would do the one wish now, and that is for not for. Uh, vaccine yeah. and end to this quarantine and for everyone to no one else i guess that's more adding to the wish i don't know somehow the wish i would have to think it through but yeah. it would involve ending this insanity that, no my answer there. was very very similar to yours i put down one now because the scary time so like obviously i would just end this entire thing but if if I was thinking outside of it, if we weren't going through this pandemic right now, what my wish would be, I still would pick one now, mostly because, um, you know, it might not be around in 10 years. Um, so might as well get one now and, That's you know, be point. assured for that. Um, but mine is actually kind of a wish that I've always had because I, I've always wished that I could just speak every language that ever existed. Like, be able to read it, yeah. speak it, you know, immediately. Kind of like, you know, and I know that phones give you that a kind of ability now, but like, yeah, I mean, really I know, be able to, to live it and, you know, you be obviously, you know, yeah. be, since my wish is happening in a world where I we can travel, like we would just go everywhere. There's mm -hmm. so many places that I would go more freely if I spoke the language and mm -hmm. just you know felt more comfortable in, in that way but that would be my that would be my one wish that i would take immediately and it still would be handy here in new york i mean there's a lot of different language people that you can speak with and really yeah i mean you could work anywhere you could be an interpreter i mean you could be an interpreter which you know people always need in, in every country which would be dope yeah <laughs> it'd be dope to just be able to go all over the world and <laughs> kind of just live off of you know 
okay, I'm in here. I'm here in this country. I guess I'll, you know, interpret for mm-hmm. this jerk. <laughs> or do voiceovers or whatever. You know, you could just do so many different things. I just, I, I think the communication, which is one of the great things about technology, especially during these times, you know, has been great. Communication is very important. Uh, yeah, being able to sure. reach out to people and mm-hmm. the fact that you can see people now, like the video phones, the video phones, you know, these new video phones. No, you it's you great. Got, you got one of these video phones where you could see people. it's just great to be able to drop in on my dad because he's always going to be in that chair during right totally hey daddy hey yeah and it's just that that little extra level over just the voice although you guys don't get to see us here uh this is all about your ears so So. we're gonna put a we're gonna put a nice uh low yeah yeah, EQ on our voices here, so it's <laughs> really pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, this question I'm not going to do. We're going to skip that. We're getting towards the end here. I just want to see if there was there anything else that I missed. Did you have any others? Got the unicorn one. Um, let's see. Any others that are worth? Okay. Oh, oh. oh no. No, no. Go, please. Well, I was going to... This is a classic. Classic. And right? it's You got to go kind with classics. Of, it's akin to some of the questions that you've been asking. Like, would you rather yeah, give me a good, be able to I fly or hmm. become invisible? Hmm. Well, I think, like, I'm not invisible all the time. Like, I can just turn invisible when I want? Yeah. Turn invisible. 100%. Yeah. Because flying, I mean, you would be, first of all, not invisible. You would be flying be, and people flying. would be like, holy shit. I think it would be cool. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I think it'd be cool to like, honestly, there's like you wouldn't have to put flying. up with people. But I think that being invisible, there's a lot. Yeah. Probably invisibility. You get to work quick. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have to take the bike path. Just fly. If I was flying. Yeah. You're saying. That's true. I would get places quick. Now am I just do I just jump up in the air and I'm looking like Superman? That's how I'm flying, or I guess I didn't really think that through. Yeah, I, just... I mean I, that's how I traditionally think of it. I definitely, you know, as a kid, I I remember having a recurring dream where I could fly, but I didn't fly very high. I I like would jump up and like do like a sprawl thing and be like three feet off the ground like mm. two feet off the ground just like this uh, is you'd still lame. get hit by a car this is lame <laughs> this is the worst this is not i have to be specific when i'm talking yeah. about um okay i i actually have um a couple more for you what act would you choose to be in a freak show like if you could you know choose choose to be in a freak show <laughs> if you could contortionist choose. Ooh, contortionist that's a good one I almost chose bearded lady, but I figured that'd be too easy because I have a beard already. Yeah. Um, but you're not a lady. And, and, I'm not, and I'm not a lady. Not a lady. Snake Charmer would be kind of cool because, um, mm-hmm. you know, you could probably work on a lot of movie sets, you know. Yeah. The next Ace Ventura. Come on, Jim Carrey, make it. Um, <laughs> mm. Or uh, maybe even like the human blockhead. He's the guy that can uh, hammer the nails. Into I, the- <laughs> I, 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 no, thanks. No. No. You don't think he gets all the ladies? No. That's okay, because I don't need the ladies. I got you, baby. <laughs> I got you, baby. All right, would you rather have an elephant nose or a giraffe neck? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a tough one. I chose elephant nose. 
yeah, I, I'm not. Because like it would be like having another arm and a hand. You could do a lot of stuff with it. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine going on a roller coaster or getting in an airplane with an elephant yeah. with a giraffe neck? I mean, it would suck with an elephant nose it too. It suck with an elephant but, nose too, I but mean, not as But bad. at least I could see like it could be handy. Yeah. You know, you could drink a drink. We wouldn't have to like touch stuff with your hands, especially now. I mean, God, yeah. you don't want to touch anything with but your hands. But that thing would be on your face, though. You'd have so. a built-in snorkel. So. Yeah, I suppose I would go with a. Other than your face being like too. twenty feet up in the air where nobody <laughs> can see it anyway. <laughs> what about the elephant man? I'm not an animal. <laughs> All right. Finally, we we have reached we have reached the end of my questions here for you and the end of your patience probably for listening to me drill you. Uh, by the uh-huh. way, I cannot thank you enough for joining me here on the show. It's so lovely to see your face. <laughs> I haven't seen you. Songs mask. I haven't seen you in twenty minutes. Um, and when you're done, uh, I look forward to hanging out with you on the couch right over there. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> but the, the last question, it. the last yes. question that I had for you was: yes. Okay, if scientists mm-hmm. decided to take your brain mm-hmm. and put it inside of, I, it, it would it would totally control what they put it inside of. Would you rather have your brain, your brain, put inside an animal's body or a robot's body? See, again, you know, I just, animals, I think, are, you know, at the mercy of humans (laughs) these days. And I just don't trust humans. um, So, robots. As evidenced by all of the animals that are being that are hunted well hunted but now that are now being captured like enjoying nature because we're all oh because we're all stuck inside shelter in place Mm -hmm. and (laughs) um so So robot 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 um i too chose robot however i have to be specific because i'm sure that there are a lot of nerds listening to this show (laughs) kind of would have to be one uh (laughs) but Uh. um because the thing is, is that, and I know I brought this up with you the other day because I was reading online preparing for this, but um, there is a difference between an android, a robot, and a cyborg. So I, so I have to be a little bit more specific because that while they are all robots, the kind of robot that I would want my brain put into would be a cyborg. And the difference, the difference is is that here i got it right here so cyborg is part human so and uh, so, so an android is a robot that is designed to look like a person but a cyborg is a living being that has mechanical parts that are mm. added to it mm-hmm. although the kind of cyborg yeah. that i would want to be because i think by that definition inspector gadget falls into the category and like uncertainly as clumsy as him i'll get you next time gadget yeah you know you get the helicopter hat love that and remember penny's his niece's computer it's basically an ipad like when you go back and think about it it's like an ipad i feel i almost feel like it was that somebody said that maybe somebody that designed those the tablet was like that's what we want we want to make what we saw real it was inspired by but i mean it's basically an ipad she could just whip that sucker out and like you know you have to wife you have to have wi-fi or like you know a plan with your phone Mm -hmm. but still 
pretty dope. I, yeah. I loved Inspector Gadget. Not the move, not the live action movies, but the cartoon. I was all about that. The cartoon was fantastic. I fantastic. Loved it. And yeah. it all comes back to cartoons. Um, so anyway, uh, that was our quarantine wine wine here from the 2020, 2020 COVID-19 2020. pandemic here in New York City. We hope that we were able to bring a little bit of escape for you. I know it was a nice escape for me from <laughs> recording. We've been recording this entire, well, not this entire time. We've done a lot of recording um, this past couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we have. And uh, we love technology for that. And mm-hmm. uh, we hope that you're all being safe. Still make our music. Wearing masks, washing your hands. Yes, wash your hands, wash your hands, registering wash your hands. for absentee ballots. You got to vote, Ooh, y'all. Yeah. Um, What's that? You you'll put that link on your. I'll put that link on the website, website too. But too. basically, you know, just sign up for an absentee ballot, um, and uh, yeah, get that stuff mailed to you, and buy some stamps. Buy two stamps. Heck, when you mail it back, put three stamps on there. Why not? It only will cost you a dollar. You know. 60-something. Save, save the post office. Save the post office. Vote. Uh, and the US, um, U.S. Postal Service. Take care of yourself, say. America. I hope yes. the next time that we're with you, we'll be talking about how this is all in our history. Because history is what we try to incorporate into the mm-hmm. show a little bit. And do uh, you have any parting words? I thank you so much, my love, for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. You're my first live guest. So Ooh. never had anybody yeah. like all the other same guests. So yeah, it was a phoning guest. So, you know, this is this is the first time I've actually been able to look at somebody while I've been doing this. So it's been it's been interesting. And again, from our living room and we've had a couple cocktails and uh, we're feeling good. We're feeling great. We're feeling good. Um, we're uh, feeling good. We're very fortunate. We're mm, yes, everyone, please just uh, but stay safe. Thank you for having me. Of course. Love. Um, it, it has been a pleasure, and I do hope that, um, like you said, people have been able to take a break from <laughs> whatever is happening in the world right now, which is a lot. So, all right. And my last and final word to all you out there, because I'm sure you're probably having plenty of time to catch up on all of your favorite podcasts. And I would just say most of those podcasts are brought to you for free. So one way that you could pay those podcasters back is by giving them a rating or a click or something on whichever podcast platform that you subscribe to. It's a really great way to help out your shows without having to give them any money, because let's face it, you all should keep your money, spend it on things that you love, need, your family, but you can certainly pay us in clicks. If you'd like to help us keep the curiosities coming, please rate us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to visit scatteredcuriosities.com for exclusive free downloads and to donate to the show.